I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, they don't let colorblind people like use fighter jets. But back in medieval times, before the little spot test, you could you could fly a dragon with an eye patch. There were no rules. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, listeners. Welcome to the number one fake history podcast, The Lore Boys, where we cover the old lore and the new. Uh, oh. My name is James Miller. And uh, who else is here today? I cover the redfish, Ethan Palmer. <laughs> uh, Bluefish Pete, Peter O'Donnell, right over here. <laughs> oh, <Bluefish It's>, <laughs> something old, something new, something red, something blue, something borrowed. <laughs> Do we need that too? Uh, yeah, it's one fish, yeah. two fish, borrowed fish, blue fish. It's for your wedding. Yeah. Uh, this one was Can requested. Imagine having to give fish back to your in-laws. Like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, this one was requested in Discord by Going to Mars and Jimbo. Go figure. Yeah. Um, there's a couple other people who've talked about. Um, game of thrones and stuff in the subreddit but not really explicitly asked for it so it's just to uh no patrons asked for this one so oh no this is one for oh, the no. people for the for the free people this is okay. the vox this is the vox populi episode <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah and um a big thanks to some of our new patrons i, I don't know if pete got that one this time yeah i've got him up here so welcome and thank you to richard grubber sweater which is my favorite one recently uh i don't know how to say this one it's either evangle or evangle whatever uh thank you anyway and then tyler mack so i like to think it's evan glee evan yeah that's true eh? i didn't consider that one (laughs) so thanks everybody yeah thank you thank you so much guys Thank you. Um, today's topic, I'm not sure like how to label it, of Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire, House of Dragons. It's all that same universe. Um, I mean, George I, R. R. Martin wrote Elden Ring, so this is also an Elden Ring episode. <laughs> yes. Not him, for, the, for the SEO, yeah. Never yes, not. Of course. <laughs> of course. You, uh, you had a great one that we could probably use, uh, a good acronym, which I'll find. Keep going. I'm sorry. I'll see, and I'll, I'll put it out in a second. <laughs> I just, I, did you know what that was? I was exactly all of the, yeah. I think I'm it was. Fire, House of Dragon, Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. I just put them all together. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going to stay away from any, uh, major spoilers for the books, for the shows, for anything. Uh, we're just kind of going to talk about like the background of the world, uh, the children, uh, the f- children of the forest, the first men, the Andals, um, the old gods, and the new is kind of what we're covering today. We're gonna look a little bit about the map, talk probably about the families a little bit. Uh, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. yeah. I mean, I did we, find your acronym, it is Soyav Hodgot, uh, which I think is a pretty good, like you know, you got the arm, the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think mm-hmm. the House yeah. of Dragon and Game of Thrones now could be the Soyav Hodgot, uh. <laughs> Soy Jack, Soy Jack Hodgot, yeah. Soy Jack Hobgoblin. 
<laughs> I'd watch it. I'd watch it. I'm kind of I'm, well, Mr. Parker. I'm pretty based myself. <laughs> um, yeah, we kind of talked about it before the episode started, but like I, my experience with Game of Thrones is the first two and a half seasons of of the show, and that's that's it. So Jamie was was priming us and saying like, "Oh, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that." We're not going to talk about this guy, so don't worry. Don't bring him up. And I'm and me and Peter are both just like we have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. so. laughs> I've actually seen the television show from like 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 cover to cover. Sadly, uh, I have not watched House of the Dragon. I know I found out at work that people I know worked on it. It was apparently a nightmare, but the show looks good and came out good. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, to be fair. From what it sounds like, every single thing that you guys work on is a nightmare. So that is <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, I've read the one and a half of the books because I had a roommate who had all the books, and I was reading it while we were living together. But we split like halfway stopped, through the second book, and you stopped living together. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Went through a divorce. scooter. Oh, the um, scooter! The scooter yeah. in the books. Wow, the scooter loved reading. Uh, <laughs> him, him, he, loved, he, he loved reading and chugging Colt 45. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had uh, lived with five people. Sentence, Scooter loved reading has ever been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, out of all my roommates, we were five guys living together. Ice loved Scooter the most, and I think it was because he was the most like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. God. So there's no spoilers and stuff. Um, Song of Ice and Fire, it's all about an intermingling of a few main families uh, to reach their own goals. And everybody kind of has different interests. Um, that's what some of the more manipulative characters like uh, Tyrion or Littlefinger are really good at doing is figuring out what a family's interest is and playing off of that interest to serve your own self-interest. Um, which makes this whole Game of Thrones a struggle for power. Families... Um, um, just doing bad shit to each other. <laughs> I had heard that, like, the history of, at least the more modern history of Westeros, is based on the War of the Roses, which is like a real long historical event. I don't know if you're going to touch on that or yeah, some of the inspiration. It's based on the War of the Roses, the Hundred Years' War, the Crusades, and the Albigensian. I don't Crusade? know. You tell me. You you yeah. have the word in front of you. I'm I'm bringing it to you, so you do your best. Albigensian? Albigensian Crusade? Yeah. But uh, George R. R. Martin, a big history buff, um, big incest fan, and <laughs> <laughs> everything he writes has has some some type of incest, which is a little weird, but Yeah, I mean he really he really like put the cherry on the incest cake with uh, Elden Ring where and you don't even need a sister anymore. You can actually transform into your own husband and get yourself pregnant. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, that's like, yeah, I don't even know what to call that whenever you're uh, into yourself that much. Like a narcophile? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just a narcissist. Word. No? <laughs> well, it, it, when it becomes a sexual nature. Uh, it's I think it's a fan, because like, people who like music yeah. are audiophiles, aren't they? They're not like fucking records. Oh, uh, yeah. Are they? Well, that's why they put the hole in the middle. Yeah, Nar uh, probably like nar narcissosexual, narcissosexual, nar narcosexual. Wait, no, that's different. That's <laughs> <laughs> just when you want to fuck cops. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's um, that's bestiality, specifically with pigs. So. Oh yeah, of course. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, Martin took a bunch of 
uh, medieval history and put it all together and put his own flair onto the world. Um, I want to say something about the gods before we get too far into it, I guess. Uh, gods in fantasy books can take a lot of different forms. Sometimes you can straight up meet a god and see their influence directly. That never happens in um, Martin's work. He always introduces gods in the way that we would kind of see them in our own history books. Like, um, we, you never actually meet a god in the pages, but you'll hear someone's accounting of a god. Or every yeah. chapter is also through a character's eyes. That's his style of writing. Like, it'll be... Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's low fantasy, right? Which I, yeah, I think right. what, didn't, what didn't jive with me... Like, I, I'm a big fantasy guy, I guess, but I really enjoy yeah. high fantasy, where it's like, the gods are like... The uh, stranger on a bus, you know what I mean, and uh, just one of us, and um, right. like magic is like spells are big, and like spells are big, like they are in Game of Thrones, but they're also small, and like I can, you know, I can just start a fire by snapping my fingers or whatever, which doesn't happen yeah. so much in Game of Thrones, right? And like I, we think of something like Malazan, where like the magic is kind of explained through the use of warrens, and there is kind of like sure, there's there is magic, like unexplainable stuff to it, but. There is a system and uh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and rules and when it comes it's, to Game of Thrones magic almost, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to Game of Thrones magic, it's like it happens sometimes, it depends who you're talking to. Um everybody remembers it a little different and yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a lot yeah. like a lot of low fantasy, it's kind of like uh and the fact that uh, George R. R. Martin is somewhat of a history buff and clearly is like very directly inspired by these things you rested the Albigensian Crusade and yeah. Uh, War of the Roses and Hundred Years War. Like clearly, it's like almost you could read the book as though these tales of magic are like a historical account where like they yes. chalked it up to magic, but if you, you know, a different historian through a different lens might might be able to explain it better as not magic or something like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And he said that directly in an interview that he will never uh you'll never run into a god face to face. You'll only ever hear about his accounts through somebody else. So. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like kind of like lightly magic guys. I guess before we get into it, there's that one guy who can't die and like whatever the bright god or something keeps him alive and he can light a sword on fire with magic and shit, right? Right. And there's a but red lady who has a smoke baby. Yeah, so that's one of the gods I said I wouldn't talk about. And you okay. guys said you didn't know. That's like the Lord of Flame, um, Lord of okay. Light. Uh, his whole thing um, before just broad strokes is he's against the great unknown god who is basically the ice god and then the song of ice Ice and fire fire. it's like the whole thing is like the long night is coming winter is coming you don't have to have seen or read game of thrones to know that phrase it's because there's always the threat of uh a winter that'll come that'll be last years and years that'll come basically with frost zombies some kind of thimble winter you could say yeah exactly. (laughs) i was just gonna say (laughs) kind of talking about Uh, our uh, god of war episode so yeah yeah Yeah, and there's a bunch of stuff to to goes into the long night there's the uh azora high which is like the the prince who is promised uh that ends up being Jon snow in the show uh not a huge spoiler it's the reason he kind of comes back and uh, i mean the show like finished a- years ago and everyone yeah. needed it i don't think anybody is going to be like hey this thing that everyone yeah. is down on like i'm gonna start this in 2023 right like yeah he kind of comes back as like a christ figure and he's the prince who is promised who's gonna bring an end to the long night but those are all um gods that aren't even considered the old gods or the new right uh they're just they're they're other like outer gods kind of mingling in the world um, and george martin added again john snow is just like well yeah what, what if what if jesus fucked his aunt and 
That's not a bad George R. Thanks, Daenerys. Yeah. I mean, I kind of know what he talked uh, talks like. I think I've heard, again, like most of my impressions now are just impressions Nick Mullen already did on the Adam Friedland <laughs> show because doing an impression of an impression is the best way to start. Right. But yeah, he does have a very like, why? Well, yeah, yeah, sort of like weird, like. Yeah northern american accent right yeah wearing like a one of those british hats and like suspenders and stuff and oh the, the flat yeah. cap i call it irish man up to no good hat irish man up to no good yeah, yeah. i think go. it's called a wedge okay yeah so another god we're not going to talk about is the drowned god uh that's uh in the iron islands the Greyjoys uh love the drowned god right uh, um the way that the drowned god works like you're um to get into the church what you do is you go down to the shore and someone holds your head under the water till you literally drown. And then they give you CPR. And if you come back to life, they say what those who are dead cannot die. And right. you become part of the drown God because you actually drown. And a lot of people die during this, but yeah, presumably, uh, presumably yeah. most. Yeah. They yeah. Do that to the uh, Jack Sparrow that they introduce in like season seven or whatever the fuck. Yeah. You're on Greyjoy. So okay, yeah. He comes in and he's just like a badass, um, like sailor, and he brings a fleet to Cersei Lannister, which is like evil queen. I'll do anything to protect my kids, uh, even if it means killing every person in the world, kind of person. So these two types of people come together, and Euron Greyjoy brings the fleet um, that can hopefully take down a dragon. And but Euron in the books is way fucking cooler. I didn't. I almost wanted to do the episode on him, but I felt it was too specific of a topic to jump in on. Um, okay. okay, but he like deals with the drowned god, and he's like aiming to sacrifice enough lives to turn himself into like a Cthulhu type monster of the sea that just becomes immortal <laughs> and shit. Like that rules. Uh, yeah, yeah. You are great. Way cooler in the books. Uh, Okay. Well, cooler get, when you consider the- that that it probably wouldn't have worked and he probably just would have like sacrificed hundreds of people for nothing right yeah it's yeah. <laughs> a good point yeah um but anyways I, I, that kind of stuff is getting way ahead of what we're gonna do um, you're on in the future that sounds dope yeah so first off um just to give a sense of the world can we let's pull up the map and kind of talk about what we're up. working with i know the north i know winterfell i know the wall yeah, uh, Castle Black. I know King's Landing. So uh, for scale, we have uh, Westeros on the west side, then Essos on the east side. Westeros is about the size of South America. George R. R. Martin tells us. Okay. So okay. Uh, you can kind of way bigger than you think because it's shaped like England. So you assume it's <laughs> yeah. the size of England. <laughs> it's shaped exactly <laughs> like England. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they cut, he cut Wales out in his defense. Well, good. and he and he made Scotland too big yeah but so there's no ireland i guess that's also an improvement actually yeah <laughs> I, i'm not sure the best way to bring this from a vote from a, a picture to a voice format but at the very top is beyond the wall and it's like the ice uh part this is like where all the um, children of uh the forest now live and stuff they're up all there behind i think it's also based on a real thing like uh rome built hadrian's wall because they were like trying yeah. to fight the celts and they were just like these guys are crazy keep them out of england and then they yeah, built a much. wall between england and scotland basically oh wow hadrian's wall yeah it's not made of there? ice and you know, or anything like that but in the the england shape thing with the wall at the top is is real it's very yeah. cool yeah just south of the wall uh and all the space beyond the wall is um the north 
So that's where Winterfell is. This is where we meet House Stark. Um, that's the Ned Stark. What's his? What's the actor's name that always dies? John um, Bean. John Bean. Yeah. This is where um, most of the people you follow in Game of Thrones hail from, because uh, you're usually following the storylines of one of the Starks, or among other things, but a lot of the time, one of the Starks. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the main characters. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the more influential like, families. If, if you're they feel not like the good guys, yeah. If you're not following them, you're following like what somebody's doing to them, essentially, yeah. right? Like a yeah. lot of, and this is going on my two and a half seasons of 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 knowledge, basically. But a lot of like Tyrion is dealing, like Tyrion story is like dealing with Sansa, or you know, um, dealing with, uh, you know, the wolf is like dealing with Arya, uh, right. even though it's like might be following the story of Tyrion. It is like him interacting with Sansa. Sansa is kind of like a MacGuffin for like other people's stories where she's just like is a, a prisoner or is a, a hostage or whatever. And just has to kind of like bargain with different houses. So those different houses get their stories. Yeah. She comes into her own too. Like at, at one point she's the lady of Winterfell and there's no one else to watch the city. And she's, she like really steps up. Yeah. Um, uh, where, and so just below um, the North, the North is like probably the biggest of all the provinces. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I do want to Just point out that the, the wall does not cover the entire thin part of the continent. If you had a boat, you could still attack everybody. Oh, so the White Walkers, the things that they're worried of on the wall, don't swim. Okay. And they don't boat, really. Uh, I'd never seen them on a boat. Maybe they do at some point, but maybe the one that they took all the way down to King's Landing to prove that because uh, it, it it's like the the long night comes so infrequently that by the time the generation that the long night's about to happen to, they just don't believe in it anymore. Oh, that's all like, old grandma tales. Oh, gobbledy, yeah, yeah. gobbledygook. Yeah, that's just ice zombie mumbo jumbo, dude. Come on, exactly. <laughs> ice yeah. moth man, come on. <laughs> ice bigfoot, not real. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just south of the north is the Riverlands. Uh, that's kind of connects to the north. Uh, and the Riverlands on either side have the Westerlands and the Vale. The Vale be on the east, and Westerlands on the left. The Westerlands have uh, the Westerlands to the west. Come on, yeah, <laughs> on the left, <laughs> east or uh, yeah. left. Yeah. Cardinal points it, of a map. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's south left of Winterfell. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, House Lannister is like Castle Rock is on the west side. I don't know why, but from watching the shows, I always thought it was on the east side. But Castle Rock's on the west side. The Eerie or the Vale, uh, that's like the, the little kid who has the door that he likes to throw people down. Oh, that's yeah, where, where... Paul Castle with hole in floor. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's where Rob Stark's wife is from, right? That's where uh, her, she, her family's from. She's from, I think, the Riverlands is the Tully, but her okay. sister becomes the the queen of the oh, Vale okay. to it, um to Aaron's. The Aaron is the the male. No, it's and Ned then, Stark's wife, okay. not Rob. Did you say Rob? Oh, maybe I did. Yeah, Ned I Stark's know. wife. Yeah. yeah, Ned Stark's wife, uh, Caitlin Stark or Catelyn Stark, yeah. is uh, a Tully from the Riverlands, and her sister is also from the Riverlands, but married to be the married queen of the Vale, right? Uh, and Aaron dying, her husband dying, kicks off everything in Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's thought that um, 
that it was the Lannisters killed the King of the Vale to kind of set them off balance to make isn't some it, power play. Isn't it Robert Baratheon dying that kicks it all off? No. No, he leaves a power it's, vacuum for his fucked up son to take over because he gets yeah. allegedly gored by like a wild pig. A boar, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Robert never would have been in the North if it hadn't have been for uh, the death of the Aaron, his okay. own, and then also um, Brandon Stark being pushed from a window also right. uh, causes like chain reaction effects that lead to Robert staying longer than he needs to, which makes them stay for the hunt. Um there's a lot of theories around Brandon Stark because he can uh, warg into uh, animals, which is like see through the eyes of animals. And okay. then he also gets tied up with a three-eyed raven who can also time travel and see through the eyes of animals. So oh. uh, right, yeah. and, and Brandon Stark becomes the king uh, like at the very end or whatever. That's kind of a well, spoiler. At, at the end yeah. of the show, of course. Uh, the book yeah. have not been and will never be written. George R. R. Yeah. will die. Just yeah. so we know, this obese man who's 75 yeah. is not finishing these books. The last one came out in like 1999. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like all these fan theories, if there's an animal involved even at all, it could be said that Brandon Stark is manipulating time from the past. So it's like maybe Brandon needed Robert to die for him to eventually become the three-eyed raven to whatever so okay. it could be brandon in the future taking control of a boar gutting uh the baratheon yeah gutting okay. the king yes but there's a, a million things that brandon could have done so that gets really uh muddy um until J.R. martin actually tells us that he did any of these things we can just yeah. only guess but yeah, yeah so we have books end with um Jon Snow being stabbed to death. He's not even resurrected in the books yet. Yeah, he might right. not be. We don't know. Yeah. He might not yeah. be in, in, in the books at all. Right. Yeah. So we have Beyond the Wall. Um, working our way south goes to um, the north with Winterfell and a bunch of other small um, towns. And we have Riverlands just underneath with uh, <laughs> Vale to the right and West to the left. Uh, Westerlands <laughs> to the left uh, with Cassie Log. Below that, we have The Reach, which is House Tyrell. This is um, Marjorie Tyrell, who becomes the queen after uh, Sansa. Uh, Joffrey and Sansa were supposed to be together, but her father is called a traitor. So then uh, things get changed and one of the Tyrells goes up to marry uh, Joffrey in King's Landing, right, which is the yeah. crown crown lands, which is right uh, below the Riverlands and the Vale. That's the tulip people or the flower people. This is the flower people. There's the gay yeah. son um, in the show. Right, right. Yeah. Loris. Loris, exactly. Yeah. Um, then there's the Stormlands to the right. Uh, the Stormlands used to take go all the way up to the top of the Crownlands, but uh, part of the Stormlands was kind of transformed into what is King's Landing now by the Targaryens sometime in the past we'll talk about. Um, Targaryens being the dragon people. Uh, yeah, I, it took me a second, then I remembered that, and then I was like, oh, the reason why it took me so long is because they obviously don't have a realm. Because no. their, their persona is non grata, I believe. Yes. Yeah, they came over from Essos uh, at some point, which we'll talk about. Um, Basically, we're going to talk about everything up until House of Dragons, which is kind of where that starts off, is when they came over and took over King's Landing. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, but yeah, the Targaryens are like silver-haired, purple eyes. Uh, they're the most in tune with dragons. There's some interspecies mingling in Essos, if you look deep enough. So there is a theory that Targaryens, like, are part dragon, like they fuck dragon sometime way back when. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're like also donkey. like 
severely inbred too. <laughs> Don is kind of like Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're uh, yeah, like they can walk through dragon fire and like not be burned and stuff. Like you, if you remember Daenerys, uh, I think like early in season two does that kind of stuff. Yeah, when she, she it's gets the her eggs. last episode of the first yeah. season is uh, okay, the eggs, right? Right, yeah, and then mm-hmm. you see the little baby dragons crawl onto the shoulders, yeah. and then, yeah, exactly. Iconic theme song. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I rewatched it recently, and I was whistling it to myself like constantly. Yeah. It, was, yeah. <laughs> it was really good. And then all the way south is Dorne. Um, this is like sandy areas. Um, the guy in The Last of Us, uh, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. He's from Dorne. Yeah, he's like from House Martell. Eyeballs exploded. Yeah, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he goes up against the mountain, uh, and because his sister got killed, uh, sexually assaulted, and her pregnant child was um, miscarried because of uh, the mountain. Yes, right. and Not she was giant guy. Yeah, yeah, and then so he went up against the mountain to save uh, Tyrion because Tyrion demanded a trial by combat um and anyways you get to right, watch right. pedro pascal do a really big showy fight and it's fucking awesome yeah. say you killed her say yeah. you raped her say you killed her son and like and he wouldn't do it and oh, it's very very epic yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways so that's kind of westeros from north to south and then we have essos which is to the we- to the east or, or to, to the, the right east. i should say to the west yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the wows yeah, to the- <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's just just to give you an overall kind of sense of the world of where we are um kind of give you a refresher on some of those families and remember some of those big moments from the show because i know a lot of you probably have seen it and if you haven't, that's okay, because we're about to dive into the prehistory. Very good. Yeah. So the first inhabitants of the continent, like before anyone got there, these are the oldest known people in the a Song of Ice and Fire. Adam and Eve. Nailed it. <laughs> Children of the forest. Adam, Adam and Eve? Eve? Whoa. <laughs> Who knew? Your entire minds are progressive. Yep. <laughs> yep. They uh they're nature worshiping. Um they're from the Stone Age in this story. Okay. And um they're an anthropoid species who carve the faces of their gods in weirwood trees. Right. Cool. Yep. So weirwood trees used to be from north to south, like maybe not in Dorne, because it doesn't look like much grows there, but um everywhere else you could find these weirwood trees. They were native to all of Westeros. Um but sometime later, uh, Bronze Age human settlers, known as the First Men, migrated from Essos um, via a land bridge at the southeastern end of the continent, and they south, gradually south rightern. Yes, yes, exactly, <laughs> south right. Whereas uh, this is kind of like us uh, in North America here. That's what they say about the the north uh, left yeah. of the continent, right? Is the Bering Strait? Yes. When you when you say it, I can see Essos giving the Russia vibes. Like the this yep. l- like very long, huge continent, right? And there's like kind yeah. of a Chinese shaped part and kind of a subcontinent like Sri Lanka and India shaped part too, right? right. Yeah. yeah. Essos is very cool. Uh, most of the stuff that we know about, like I almost wanted to do um, the like 
mo- the le- the weirdest stuff in the corners corners of Essos kind of thing. Okay. Um, because there is really cool stuff, and all of it is like from the eyes of Grand Maesters, which are like the scholars of the world. Yeah. Um. So it's it's all kind of uh you you have to take a, a leap of faith and just like this is you're seeing through the grandmeister's eyes and hearing through his lens so some of the shit that you're hearing probably is not true but it's really cool and it's really fantastical so yeah, yeah it's very fun yeah. i like i like i I've, I've always like when we've talked about this on the show before i like that like unreliable narrator point of view yeah. a lot especially in like with world building less so with plot obviously because it can be really frustrating sometimes when it's yeah. like the plot reveal is because they specific like the author specifically wrote some character telling you the opposite thing and then you're like okay well sure i guess it's not that um yeah. but for world building i think it's super cool because again it, it like it's kind of twofold world building where it's like you're building this myth that this person's talking about in this distant part of the world that you can't see and experience but you can also kind of gather this like sense of how the people here regard that myth just just based on like how that person's telling it right if he's saying like oh it's ridiculous or ludicrous mm-hmm. um why is he saying that is it because like he believes in his gods over here and they would never allow that or is it like you know, just like, oh, he's super scientific. They're super scientific over here. And, and you know, they don't believe in those kind of myths over there. It's like a yeah. fantasy Marco Polo where it's just like some guy saw something and then exaggerated yeah. when he got back. Right. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, speaking of Marco Polo and going back to the the R- Russia or Asia continent, I guess, I guess the Dothraki are explicitly the Mongolians, right? Like they're it's specifically Genghis Khan or the Khans of, yeah. of Eastern Asia. Right? They're desert yeah. horse people. Yeah. 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 And they fight through. uh like their hierarchy is completely through strength. Like the leader, um, like if anyone can challenge the leader to combat at any time, and if you lost in combat, you have to cut off your braid. Uh, so they grow their hair until they lose in combat. So if someone has a braid down to their butt, you know they've been not losing a whole lot in their life. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's completely by power. Um, so if I'm stronger than you, I'm more fit to lead than you, kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so the the Bronze Age settle, human settlers they come in. There's a bunch of children of the forest who you meet uh, in the show uh, far north uh, with Brandon. They're um, they're like the people who help along the Three Eyed Raven. Uh, okay. They're able to fight off the the folks north of the Wall, like the the White Walkers. Somehow they're able to hide like dens from the White Walkers. They have some type of ancient magic kind of thing that it protects them. Uh, yeah, they're able to push back uh, from that type of stuff. In the show, probably the like old gun. Little kind of like leafy hobbits, basically. They're yeah, small little people, right? And then they can, yep. uh, and they're like green skin and like little leaf tunics and shit like that. And yeah, they use they have like kind of like magic grenades, at least in the show, that they can mm-hmm. blow up and kill the undead with. Where normally yep. you need like specific magic metal to kill the undead. Exactly. You need uh, dragon glass to kill the undead or oh, fire. volcanic glass. That's true. Yeah. Dr- yeah. Obsidian, basically. Yeah. Dragon glass, uh, dragon's breath uh, or fire. Uh, anything right. like that would kill them. But they, they have like a really cool moment in the show. Like the first time um, it, I think Jon Snow is fighting against. Um, yeah. Valyrian steel is the other thing. That does it. Yeah. It's yeah. On the, on the magic metal. Yeah. So he's fighting, uh, and he doesn't expect his sword to do anything because his previous sword shattered whenever he, he clashed with the White Walker. But this time, uh, he like manages to deke out the first hit and hit the White Walker, and it just like falls to pieces. And you're like, they can be killed. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, all of a sudden, ho- there's hope. And uh, yeah, it's very cool. So yeah, the first men came over, and they did what men do. 
they uh, started chopping down the weirwood forests. Kill all the hippies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and this led to a millennia-long war. So, like, very, very long ago, there was, like, super long war between the children of the, of the forest and the first men. Uh, but then they agreed, they eventually agreed to something called the Pact, which is men stay the fuck out of the forests. You could live away from the trees. Um, yeah, yeah. And at this point, the trees still are almost all the way through Westeros. And the men are just living in pockets like around the trees. Okay. Yeah. And they even started worshiping the old gods, which are the faces in the weirwood trees and this ancient magic that... Um, that the children of the forest uh, have always worshipped. What that is, super not clear. Um, all we know is that lives with the children of the forest in the deep, deep past. The faces in the weirwood trees are um, kind of like shrines to whatever this old god is. Um, this is the beginning of the Age of Heroes, when the first men adopted the religion uh, of the children of the forest, like I said, and these gods became the old gods. Uh, they're a pantheon of innumerable unnamed spirits of nature. So what we do know is it's not just one, it's many, 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 and there's probably a god of rocks, probably a god of, of water, there's probably a god of leaf, probably a god of uh, taking a dump in the woods, you know? They're, uh, they're, <laughs> a god, a god of bears. The bears yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, a god of bears implies the existence of a god of twinks then right <laughs> oh <Yes>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what kind of tree do i have to, <laughs> to bark up for that it's, it's, they, it's like the, they it's worship the, wood it's right the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a tree but the face carved into it is winking basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a handkerchief carved into a pocket on the back of the tree you're like oh yeah. this is a shrine for me baby let's the, go there's there's like these faces carved into the wood and you have to go and like make offerings to them one of which is like a ball gag that you tie around the trunk <laughs> <laughs> okay so we've left the age of heroes now we're in the age of cruising right like that's the, <laughs> the, the, the next part of history uh, the, the age of milf manor ah beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a birch tree that's a bitch tree no. <laughs> all right so um they practice like how do you uh show your faith they don't have ceremonies they don't have holy texts uh hierarchies of priests structures of worship uh none of that stuff but they have quiet quiet contemplation in god's quiet. wood Quiet, 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 In Godwits. <laughs> Small areas of the forest which have been closed in the castle's walls. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, so the seven year old kid is now hosting our Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah. episode. Thank God. Yeah. Worship in the Godswood is centered on Hollet trees. <laughs> no, 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 no. So they have heart trees, uh, which are great weirwood trees with a face carved into the bark. And they have all of these forests uh, closed off by castle walls, the especially holy ones. Um, okay. So why would you go there um, if you just want to be quiet and kind of contemplate with the old gods? There's a scene where Ned kind of just is hanging out by a tree trying to figure out what to do next. Um, there's the same thing with uh, Catelyn. She goes up to uh, an old god tree and she's carving what looks like a dream catcher. And this is for the faith of the seven. So she was praying to the old gods and the new at the same time. Right. Okay. And the faith of the seven, we will uh, handle when it comes up. But right now, it's all old gods, baby. Okay. Old gods, yeah. more like only gods. <laughs> 
Si- uh, subscribe to my to our only gods channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they pass around a hat. You have to put like two dollars in. <laughs> <laughs> Priest is just doing ASMR at the podium. Yeah. <laughs> the <group of> <laughs> you pay your your tithe to the church and the tree just like vibrates for for 30 seconds <laughs> <laughs> you donate your bits and you can write your name in sharpie on the tree <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so disrespectful for the old gods it's like a weirwood tree and he's just got like signs on his face <laughs> can't move yeah <laughs> Uh, so yeah, why would you go in front of a heart tree? Um, this is like for worship or especially oaths and promises. You might remember um, John gets sent north of the wall to serve the black, which is uh, just um, to make sure that the north is safe, just to guard the wall. Um, and whenever he gets sworn into the black, uh, he has to go north of the wall to uh, go in front of one of these really, really oh, old weirwood true. heart trees. Yeah. yeah. So him, uh, marriage, in, in the case of marriage, the bride is brought before the weirwood. I'm not sure why the husband doesn't have to promise in front of the gods, but the wife, <laughs> the wife does. It's medieval times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so John swears to the old gods, like, uh, basically, in, in life, I'll serve uh, the black, but he kind of gets a cheat code because he gets killed and resurrected. So until death do us part, you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so, 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 as soon as he, get, he gets killed, he's he's free to go where he wants, and that's when he starts to meet Daenerys and stuff like that. Okay, D- divorce yeah. my wife any percent, lets he use the death glitch. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now we're about eight thousand years before the events of the the novels or the show right now. Okay. Um, and an Arctic humanoid species called the Others emerge from the land of the Always Winter, which is far north. Um, and we have something called the Long Night, which is 8,000 holy years ago. The children of the forest and the first men alley up to repel the Others and then build the wall um, from the far north. So a lot of people died, um, but enough survived to keep humanity going because we still have humans 8,000 years later. Spoilers. Um, yeah. yeah. Spoilers uh, now, the very concept of the show. Yeah. <laughs> there are <exactly>. people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Game, Game of Thrones, and it's just like a, a stationary throne for yeah. like an hour. <laughs> an hour, yeah. Boom, boom, HBO classic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and may, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm jumping ahead here, and I apologize uh-huh. if so, but it really feels... <laughs> like and this is a very uh human move i guess because you mentioned that uh the trees are kind of covering the continent so clearly men are going to start cutting down the trees and being like well we're not living in the forest as per the agreement and dri- <laughs> oh, like, yeah, of course. they're allying up and building this wall then they drive them like north like the children of the forest north of that wall too and are like oh tough, tough <laughs> shit i guess you're about you're up there with the white walkers so. i'm i'm gonna fully give you the context after the break but no that this group well this group of men is okay okay um, okay these cool. are the first men are more like probably like the aboriginals or first nations that we had okay. uh in north america where they're they're cool with nature um they're they're not really looking to 
to ruin nature. They're, they're, they don't have all that awful it. industry going on just quite yet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because we're these are the Bronze Age folks that came over and stumbled into the Stone Age folks. But right, uh, we're going to meet the Iron Age humans uh, a little bit after the break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back. How a, what a great break, huh? We all it was a great break. Wow. I listened to an ad for posterity. <laughs> <laughs> I took a nap. Yep. Take an ad so for everything. Yeah. I, I, we left in such a nice place, like the the first men and the children in the forest. They they, they all get along. They're getting along. They drove back the White Walkers called the Outsiders. The others, yeah. Uh, the others, the others. Yeah. yeah. In the cool. books, aren't they never referred to as the White Walkers? I feel like I heard that as like trivia at some point. Where in the book, they're always just called the others. I feel like it's been so long. It was two thousand. The same year I got ice whenever I was reading these. So it would have been 10 years ago. And I can't remember. I, I think it was written just because I know how to spell white, like W-I-G-H-T. And I don't think I would have gotten that from the show. Oh, wait. They're spelled, it's spelled like that? I think so, isn't it? Like a white no, like a monster? No, it's not. No, it's yeah. not. It's spelled white like the color white. Apparently in the book by George R. R. Martin, The World of Ice and Fire, they're called oh, it is. walkers. Okay, but is it that is a companion to the Book of Song of Ice and Fire? Ah, oh, I don't know. Okay. They're called I, also known as White Walkers, Cold Gods, White Shadows, and Cold Shadows. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I know I we keep remember. referring to the show when talking about the prehistory, and like obviously it's fair to assume most people have seen the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in case, just in case, it's like all these characters are characters in a television show that has been on for decade a decade at this point. If you don't know yeah. who Catelyn or Ned are primary characters in the tv show and we're talking yeah. about the history yeah and um, white walkers or the others are snow zombies exactly that, yeah, yeah. And we keep north of the wall and they're a constant timer so it yeah. kind of um there's always political struggles especially down south towards where um the castle is where you, you forget and, about the impacts of climate change when you don't live in you know Sub subcontinental india yeah, exactly <laughs> that's that's it yeah like while you're at your local uh whatever like rallying for an m&m not to have heels like yeah. there 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 is an imminent threat like we gotta stop around. Yeah, exactly. yeah right yeah. yeah the zombies are to uh us the torrential 
uh, rain that just keeps coming for some reason. I don't understand. It, they're the, <laughs> the the slowly worsening hurricanes. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, um, I don't know if we mentioned the wall they built. Kind of just casually again, like talking as if like everybody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. It's like yeah. a thousand foot tall wall of ice that yeah. they built using like magic, basically, and and the collaboration of these societies. Just yeah. just in case we were talking a little too familiar, uh, too. As if everybody's familiar with what we're talking about earlier. It's on. huge. Yeah. 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 There's um like in Essos and there's a in the end of the distant past too, there's like full on ice dragons that are made of ice. Um and have ice powers. So like that could have came into play to for building the wall because it's so is, fucking massive. And how did there people one, do it? Is there one in the show? It's a so zombie. that that one is a resurrected yeah. um it's one of Daenerys's dragons okay. gets taken down and it falls into the lake and the white Walker resurrects it. And it is kind of like icy undead, but these, that one still has bones. The ice dragons from the distant, um, past. past? The are never before. Yeah. They're never really found because they melt. Oh, oh, that's a great Marco Polo story is like they have <laughs> dragons made of ice and no, you can't see it because he's dead and melted. That's yeah. another I brought one you of this, our... I brought you this plastic bag of water as proof. <laughs> <laughs> the goldfish in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marco Polo goes to the pet store in Essos. <laughs> uh, I need a goldfish. Uh, okay, you got a tank to take care of it? Uh, no, I'm just going to dump the goldfish out. I actually just need a bag of water. Plastic <laughs> <laughs> goldfish, bring a bag of water. <laughs> Dude, when I was a kid, they would sell goldfish at this the pet store near me for twenty five cents. It's all. It might have been cheaper to get a bag of water by buying a goldfish than buying a bottle of water. Yeah. I mean, with inflation, all this climate change policy, a bag now is twenty cents. So frankly, yeah. the goldfish was a good deal back in the day. It was cheaper to get get and throw away a goldfish. Frankly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just had a whole graveyard of them in my backyard because yeah. I just needed water or bag. You're you know? like yeah. so anti climate change, buying <laughs> hundreds of goldfish just for the bags. N- Nestle is going to be the ones to invent uh, time travel. It's just so they can go back in time and buy affordable bags of goldfish water. Yeah, <laughs> that Swiss fuck's going to be out there saying goldfish aren't a human right soon. <laughs> um, oh man! Yeah, yeah. So it is a massive, massive wall. Uh, that ice dragon story, it is one of the stories from the Maesters. So okay. is it true? We don't know, but don't that's know. fine. We don't know. Let it be. They're trying to sex up history a bit. None of know? it. None yeah. of it's true. It's all make believe because it's yeah. it's a fantasy world. Also <laughs> fair. Well, yeah. Lord boys canon, whatever you, the listener, think is the cooler one that these are made up stories or that these are real stories. That's what's true. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they're all made up stories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> read, the book you want. read the book however you want. I don't care. Yep. Change all the characters' names. Make it so that Ned lives. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have peace right now. The first men, uh, the children of the forest, they had their own war. Then they shook hands. Uh, they're like, we'll share the forest. You can just throw your brides in when you need them to tell a promise. And yeah. uh, <laughs> we want to make sure they're chased. We got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, everything's cool. Then they they fight off all the others, or the whites, or the white walkers, and here we are in a peacetime. But sometime later, um, some Iron Age humans from Essos. So we we got stone and bronze set up. They're not quite ready for the Iron Age yet. Called the 
uh, Andals or Andals uh, invaded Westeros, and they bring along with them the Faith of the Seven. So, uh, Andals, like, who is one that's a descendant from an Andal? Is uh, the guy who is with Daenerys. So, Daenerys, the mother of dragons, she has uh, someone who follows her around, is in love with her, and is also kind of like an advisor named Jorah Mormont. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. I think it's Mormont. His name's Jorah, uh, for sure. Sounds right. Yeah, it's Sir Jorah yeah. is, is the guy, yeah. Sounds fancy yeah. enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. And well, it's his... like a name I recognize, so Jamie didn't just make it up out of whole cloth. Like, Jorah <laughs> Mormont. Like, all yeah. right. <laughs> and uh, I know he always in- introduces himself as Jorah Mormont, first of the Andals, uh, guardian to the Queen of Dragons. And so I think his um, lineage goes all the way back to the first of the Andals that invaded okay. Westeros. Yeah. He kicks ass, too. Uh, after the books ended and the uh, guys who are very good at adaptation but very bad at writing took over, they just made him King Simp. He stopped killing people, never defended her again, and basically just was sad he couldn't fuck her because she was fucking her nephew. And yeah. So, yeah, he didn't get to do much by the end of it and then dies. So, cool. yeah, his yeah. whole thing is like he loves her so much and she's not always the greatest to him. Like he lies to her in a couple cases, but it is to keep her safe. And uh, like he's communicating with Varys, you know, the eunuch, the the bald uh, kind of chubby dude who hangs out um, by the throne all the time. Yeah, he's like a spy master or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Varys. He bribes orphans, I think. Like, exactly. He has his little birds. Yeah. Yeah, he calls his little birds, but he just basically uh, gives children chocolate all over the globe to tell them secrets and stuff. And okay. Yeah. Good yeah. 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 A, a kindly bald eunuch gave me this this Kit Kat to spy on the queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At one point in the show, um, what's his face? Like the Grand Maester that gets kicked out, who turns the mountain into the zombie because he like messes with like dark magic a little bit too much. Tysel. Uh, yeah, Tysel. Yeah, he's like the creepy scientist guy. He yeah. eventually like Varys jumps ship to go with Danny at one point. And um, Tysel takes over the little birds at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, show shit, so. Yeah, it's show stuff. Yeah. But uh, just to say, Varys, um, Varys and Jorah are communicating because they want the queen to come in because the Lannisters kind of suck. Yeah. But that D- Danny finds out that Jorah's been communicating with people about her and then, like, kicks him out. And he gets, like, stone arm shit, like, becoming a stone man. Because there's like a stone flesh type of yeah, he gets magic disease. leprosy at one point. Yeah, exactly. And then Samuel Tarly, while he's uh, trying to become a what's it called uh, a maester, a grand maester, ends up being able to help him and all this stuff. But there's a million things that happen in the show. So Anyways. yeah, I I just want to say I'm like a, I am getting a fa- as the person in the room who hasn't watched the show and doesn't yeah. really know who who you guys are talking about the names. I'm like offended that it takes you so much mental energy to remember the name Tezzeret, Jamie, because like <laughs> you just have like all these names like on such lock and every time we do like any two episodes in a row that I host, you're like, I don't fucking know what a magic is. The difference is like, I haven't gone back and listened to your episodes after yeah. the fact. I feel like it's like, I've I read the book the twice, dozens right? of hours of, of I've, uh, yeah, of episodes, yeah, I've read the book <laughs> twice. I, or the first two books almost I've, I've watched the show almost three times through. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's in there, but I do remember Tez right now. I yeah. just took a few times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> David was in love with 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I knew that his last name sounds Danny. like his last name sounds like it's Kai. You said it earlier, and I can't I did remember. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Sam Tarly wants to be. It wants to be uh, a yeah. We got that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm also yeah. I listen to a lot of the lore videos. Sometimes when I'm playing Isaac and stuff, I'll just put one of these on. They're they're soothing. Was it Alt Shift X? I forgot the name now. I should have. Uh, I didn't remember that. that name, but Sam Tarley wants to be yeah. a maester. <laughs> <laughs> so Ondels, they come over. They have the the tech. They have the iron. They're above the Bronze Age. They come rolling in, and uh, just like a game of Civilization, since they're uh, a couple knocks up on the skill tree, they just start killing um, a bunch of children of the forest. Uh, they're chopping down the the, the faces, uh, the trees with the faces on them, because mm-hmm. they believe in in the se- the faith of the seven, not the well, old. Well, this gods. tree looked at me sideways. Take it down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like they have iron that. axes. I'm not trying like, to look at you sideways. I just can't move my face to look at you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like like carved with a sarcastic face. It's like, and yeah, and then this tree started a war because uh, uh, a leprechaun carved a sarcastic face into it a thousand years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's a story from the Maester, so we don't know if it's true or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, li- I, I was going to say, I really do like the fact that there is like a different like a uh, technology class of human that comes over to take over things. Cause obviously that's happened in real history a million times. Yeah. The thing I don't find believable is the fact that Westeros is so fucking huge that none of these people managed to invent iron and all the technology is coming from off Island. <laughs> well, no, like the native Americans and like the South Americans didn't have iron, right? When they were invaded. No. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. I that was a lack of domesticated animals. Never mind. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. what the fuck? Like what Just. The- Different no pointy sticks right? in Westeros. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think like even the like all of Asia and Europe having it, I think is through trade. Like I, I think that technology was was probably traded from somewhere, right? Like it's probably yeah. not that all these different peoples independently discovered it as well. It's just that oh, like they they traded the the secrets, right? Like, right of, right, of yeah. iron working at some point. Yeah, so we had that the long night eight thousand years ago, and then X amount of years later, we don't know. Ondals come over, they start killing forest uh, people. Um, they start killing the people who don't agree with them. Um, the first men, some of them, but they also kind of integrated into society as well. Not all of them uh, fought. I have, I have from the wiki six thousand years ago they uh, invaded. So about two thousand years okay. after the eight thousand years, the long night, I guess. But okay. there's no there's no source or reference there, so I don't know how to yeah. do it. Yep, there that's a good well, guess as any. Uh, yeah. So six thousand years, years ago, after allegedly receiving visions from the seven faced god. Okay. Yeah. So now uh the way the thing's set, um after all of that fighting and stuff, um and I'm not sure the exact timestamp on this too, um, but it is before the show by a uh, by a good chunk, I think at least. Cause let me let me see when the Targaryens come in. Three hundred years before the novels begin, so this is at least before the Targaryens came. Okay, um, but it could be as long as like the six thousand years ago. Honestly, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, on the Andals page on the the wiki, the uh, it shows it says like Andals, and it's. it's 
set up like a Wikipedia page, and that picture is the the um, Lannisters actually. So, okay, and it says so, like most most of the population of Westeros is of Andal descent, but I guess not the Targaryens. No, no, yeah, the Targaryens come a little bit later, exactly. So, yeah. like as it stands after the Andals uh, and the First Men have their clash, everything kind of settles. It's like you said, mostly Andals. We have the Kingdom of the North. Uh, so if you're looking at the map again, the House Stark already has Winterfell, uh, like ancient Starks, like way before. Okay. Uh, and the Kingdom of the Isles and the Rivers, that's kind of like um, the Iron Islands also moving inland. That is the House Core of Harrenhal. Sure. John and, Jacob Schmidt. <laughs> yeah. Later, that'll be the Greyjoys of the Tullys. It'll take over that area. Um and then the kingdom of the mountain and the veil. Uh, this is House Aaron and the Eyrie. This is the, the mm-hmm. sky door where the kid throws down. Already the Aarons are there. Uh, Casterly Rock. Already the Lannisters. Um, the Storm Kingdom, which doesn't actually have the... It doesn't have uh, King's Landing. doesn't exist yet. Okay. But the Storm Kingdom's a little bit bigger. And that's House Durandon of Storm's End. But later would become Crown's Land. And basically whoever holds the crown holds that area. Right, okay. Yeah, uh, Kingdom of the Crown Reach. Land is part of Ontario as well. There's a place I know in Ontario. <laughs> Marine yeah. Land. Who's the king there? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, we talked about that last night. We we're going to take a week off and go to Marine Land, right? Hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a whole week. You need a week to see it all. Yeah. Um, yeah then there's Kingdom of the Reach. Uh, that's ruled by House Gardener of High Garden back then, but that'll be the Tyrells, the Flower People that we we talked about a little bit right. later. Cool. And um, Dorne already house Martells. Uh, by the way, Dorne is the only um, kingdom to not fully give in to the Andals. The only kingdom to not fully give in to the Lannister or the well, the Lannisters too, to not fully give in to the Targaryens. Dorne's always kind of like uh, Quebec in the way that it's it's, it's separate, okay, distinct. Yeah. <laughs> it, it stands for itself, and fuck everybody who's not from here. But. In the show, they have the finest princesses in the land, too. At least, yeah, yeah. 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 Pre- oh, yeah. Pascal, handsome fella as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Presumably, they have less of an interest in taking the the crown, too, right? Like, oh yeah, totally. From from the little that I've seen, they seem like less engaged in the the quote unquote Game of Thrones, and like that probably is where they're they're like, well, you guys can't boss us around. Like, comes yeah. from, they're like, hey, we're yeah. not trying to boss you around. Just don't fucking leave us alone down here and whatever. You know? In the show, they're very much like, we love to eat, we love to drink, we love to fuck. Uh, we don't care about, like, the politics in life that's boring. We want the pleasures in life. And where they live, it's it's always warm. It's always yeah. beautiful. They have the finest, like, a lot of the wines, whenever, they, whenever the, the, the highborns are like, oh, this is a Dorn import. Like, okay. It's, it's, yeah. it's the good shit, you know. So. The it's good like shit, dude. Yeah. The geography and the people kind of look. It's like a North African kingdom, right? It's the, like the, the Egypt, finest sort of. The yeah. finest crack cocaine imported from Dawn, my lord. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Yeah. I'll take there's a like, noodle. <laughs> there's multiple and um, sexuality is very free there too. Like people don't get hung up on like having to be a man and a woman. It's just like anyone can can fuck. You know, so, that's right. true. Anyone can fuck. Yeah, yeah we won't stop you. <laughs> and, yeah, and neither will the Dornish. That's, nope. that's the important part. <laughs> no, they'll, they'll they'll fill your cup and say go for it. You know, they might join <laughs> in. 
<laughs> That's where they got that sarcastic looking tree now is in Dorne. And he's just like winking at everybody constantly. He's <laughs> <laughs> like he's got two little finger gun hands. branches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some like oil lord uh, name on their face, like Tywin Lannister written on the face because he yeah. had so much like, money to blow <laughs> on. It's tempting. On, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, um. So yeah, the Andals took over. The old gods were pushed far north. This is when all the weirwoods were getting cut down. And it's the reason why the the old gods are strongest in the north now is because the Andals push them where the north. trees are. Yeah, It's yeah. funny how they have like no way of defending themselves. They didn't like maybe I was just thinking of like Avatar where the planet just summons help from nature basically to defend yeah. against <laughs> the industry to defend against industry. But the the old yeah. gods, the weirwoods are just just completely helpless. There's no Ents, I guess, Lord of the Rings wise, right? There's no yeah. Shepherd. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I see it a lot like um like Native American people who are here. Like they're just defenseless. And maybe their their ideologies, if everybody believed that way, would lead to a, a nicer, more peaceful place because yeah. they don't want to fight and stuff like that. Yeah. But Yeah, or they're not willing but, to step on somebody else's neck to get to like gain two in like six inches or whatever, right? Right. Um yeah. Yeah, I think this ties back to the the low fantasy. Like they're they're gods, but they're they're like limited by what they what they can do in like so many ways. And like maybe they don't even exist at all. And this is just like the word of man, like worshiping them and saying that the gods do exist, but we don't really exactly. know. So yeah, like, you like have a good harvest and credit to the yeah. weirwood, basically. Yeah. If it, yeah. if this was high fantasy, like absolutely, there'd be like curses and plagues and like all this other stuff like springing up as a result of like cutting down these trees but since it's low fantasy it's kind of like ah eh, well nothing really happens when you piss off a god exactly. <laughs> yeah, other, exactly. other than other than you piss off its followers right who are yeah, these yeah. these peaceful peaceful bronze age folks so. yeah like the guy whose sword lights on fire when he's in, when he's going into battle and is brought back to life like that could have been a guy who was like stabbed and no one had seen someone survive this type of thing and he just kind of was nursed back to health right and yeah. then and then everyone's whoa he brought back to life by the the lord of the flame or whatever and or yeah. the um and maybe he lit his fire once on a sword as a party trick and then everybody said it enough times and, yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um yeah so the the faith of the seven says that there's only one god so the old gods are are like infinitely many uh the faith of the seven is just the one that's got to be very curious for like if you send in your like andal jesuits to try and convert the natives it's just like well we worship the seven but it's one guy it's like well then yeah. why is it called the seven it's like it's 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 one guy he's, we call him the seven he's got seven faces right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the way that um probably someone uh, who's trying to turn uh someone would say is well think of it as a seven-pointed star which is what the the symbol is Okay. Uh, and each point represents a different part of existence. It is all one God, but it's all expressed in different ways, right? Um, oh, it's like the Holy Trinity, right? Where they're all the same yeah. person. Okay. Well, yeah, it starts with the Father. Um, okay. So, I was thinking it was just like some someone didn't want to get murdered by Crusaders, and it's just like, hey, you polytheistic? He's like, uh-uh, we worship the Sevens because he's uh, seven ideas. It's just <laughs> the one, actually. <laughs> okay, it's just like quickly throwing together a drawing of a like regular god with th seven faces around his head. <laughs> yeah, so the Faith of the Seven, uh, there's like seven stars. You might remember if you watched into the later seasons where it kind of strays from the books that one of the Lannister kids ends up with like a seven-star 
carved into his forehead and he throws his mother in jail for oh, yeah, being a sinner. Yeah, yeah. The pill cousin <laughs> comes yeah. back, basically. And his own mother has to walk all the way through King's Landing from complete peasantville to all the way up on that hill back home on the ta- um in the castle, completely naked. And all the peasants are throwing like feces on her, piss on her, anything, and just going, shame, shame. And that became a meme for a little while around the time that episode came up. But yeah. Yeah. Also, I remember the uh, big church is called the Sept, which makes sense because SEPT yes. is set. It's French for seven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it starts off with the father, which represents divine justice, and he judges the soul of the dead. That's one. Two okay. is, is the mother. Mommy? And it represents mercy, peace, fertility, childbirth. Uh, she's sometimes referred to as the strength of women. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, the maiden. Uncle, G- Uncle Jim. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maiden. Uh, he represents, or it represents purity, innocence, love, and beauty. Uh, then there's the crone, wisdom and foresight, uh, represented as carrying a lantern, seeing the okay. way forward. Uh, the warrior represents strength and courage in battle. The smith represents creation and craftsmanship. And the stranger represents uh, sitting on your hand and then jerking off once it goes down. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I forgot it, that cousin pilled basically. He, he had uh, he was out <laughs> smoking weed with one of the uh, one of the maesters. He's just like, hey, I got a divine secret for you. And then <laughs> and he's just like in the cult from now on. Yeah, it's like that Danny DeVito meme. Yeah, Danny DeVito meme where it's zooming in on him and his eyes are like watering. He's like. I see it now. Yeah. <laughs> it just, <laughs> sits on his hand once. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't take uh, a lot to convince men to join a cult, honestly. No, yeah. The stranger represents death and the unknown. It's rarely prayed to, but it's like the it's the sad side of the seven, I guess. Okay. Um, so we got the father, mother, maiden, crone, warrior, smith, and stranger. Um, you see the seven-pointed star everywhere, but everyone kind of prays to their section of it when they need it so if you're about to fight the the battle of black of the black bay i forget what it is sure yeah anyways you start to fight a battle um the warrior you would as a warrior you would pray to the warrior um if you're if you're wandering alone at night you're gonna pray to the crone because she's got a lantern exactly if you're a lantern yeah, if you're going to court the next day, you'd, you'd pray to the father for divine justice. Uh, if you're um, trying to have a baby, the mother, et cetera, et cetera. If or the stranger. Not to have a baby, the stranger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or if you're trying to if you're trying to have a baby, the stranger. I mean, that's kind of what happened to Joseph, right? That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a stranger stranger showed up, knocked up his wife, and the, the uh, rest is history, right? <laughs> Two guys of the dark night. Yeah. There's one abortion <laughs> in the show through dark magic to save uh the horse lord dude the the Khalisa Khalisa Khaleesi right. oh i forget the the horse dude Cal like Droga. the Droga, that's it yeah. yeah the call the call and danny wanted to bring her back so much that she made a deal with a witch which killed her own child and well, brought it back Well it's not an abortion it was a miscarriage yeah but they he used came magic back as, as a real he, he came back as a soy jack right yeah, not, he yeah, was a chad, and he came back as a soy jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the was, baby apparently like came came out, but was all scaly and fell apart. I think was a, a line in the show. Oh right, and uh, 
but in the end, that's what leads to her birthing her three dragons and everything. So yeah, all's well that ends well. But yeah, so the seven, like like I said, uh, it's all one god composed of the seven persons. Um, they're all the same star. It's it's weird. It, it's they're all one, but they're all separate. But they're all one. It's like there's no way to really describe it. It's but. very Christianity, right? Again, Father, yeah, Son, Holy yeah. Ghost. It's all the same. It's three forms of the same person, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so. monotheism. It's one God yeah. represents all the aspects of life, and these people were creative enough to come up with seven things in life. Yeah, yeah. Seven I like simple when, rules for dating my daughter. Yeah, <laughs> I liked when America turned into God and had sex with herself. To, uh, yeah, that's that is the best part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, okay, so now we're we're kind of coming to the end of. Um, uh, the religion bit. So 300 years before the novels begin, the Targaryen dragon Lord Aegon, the conqueror and his two sister wives, Visenya and Rhaenys, um, whose ancestors migrated to Valyria from dra- uh, from Valyria to Dragonstone a century prior. And uh, they invaded the Westerosi mainland and landed the army at the mouth of the Blackwater rush. So Blackwater Bay, the one that I was thinking of is much, much later than this, but it's the same place. Right. Is Valyria another continent? Because I've heard of Valyria in the show. The, the Valyrian but... Freehold is uh, is a country on Essos, apparently. That's okay. yeah. That's what I was gonna guess. So this is where Dra- uh, House of Dragons happens. So if you pick up season one, House of Dragons, you pretty much start uh, after all this war. Uh, Bronze Age move in. There's a war. Then they they agree. Then Iron Age moves in. There's a war. Then eventually they fight enough until they more or less agree. And then Dragonfire moves in and that beats Iron Age. Right. Dragon Age Inquisition happens. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they come in and they unify Westeros to a point where they've never been unified before. Uh, because if there's a threat of a dragon, um, y- you might behave a little better if you've seen someone burnt alive by a dragon you know yeah exactly. yeah the game the game of thrones is not worth being incinerated by a dragon over right no it's not but some people think it is because they, they end up that happens to them but um i, I think samuel tyrely's dad actually ends up getting killed by dragon fire in a trial for daenerys and it's one of those moments where you're like did daenerys need to really kill that guy like burn him alive but uh yeah, but that, let's show Daenerys again. Like, with this yeah. is post post books, who knows what she would have done if an author had written yeah. it, sort of thing. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. So, House of Dragons is all happening here, during which uh, Targaryens built the Iron Throne, forged from the swords of their defeated enemies by dragon fire. So, all the Andal's iron swords are bent and twisted into this uh, really uncomfortable looking throne because it's supposed to be uncomfortable to sit on because everyone wants to kill you while you're on it. Right. Uh, yeah, and they annexed land regions of the Riverlands, the Stormlands around Blackwater Bay. They created the Crownlands, where King's Landing is. And House Targaryen ruled as a sole monarchy for the Seven Kingdoms for almost three centuries until o- overthrown by a rebellion led by Robert Baratheon. So um, these three centuries uh, where the Targaryens rule, uh, if you're interested in this, you can look up the Dance of Dragons. Uh there's like a great video that's about 25 minutes long on YouTube and it'll take you through the entire dance of dragons, which is the entire storyline for house of dragons, by the way. So don't watch it. If you don't want that spoiled, 
But <laughs> the, the, basically all the meat of the story can be told in 25 minutes, even though you're going to have hours and hours in the season. Uh, but the, is, it, is it like a, that's not like a mini. It's not like a one season and done House of Dragons, right? Like they are planning no. multiple seasons. Yeah, yeah they, they got of the 25 minute video. I think they got up to about the like six or seven minute mark in the first season. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. So like, and I'm, I'm fine with them taking their time with it. If it's going to be a good show, right? Like in yeah. theory, like, I mean, fine with it. In like the sense that I'm never going to watch it anyway. Cause if, if a show goes over three seasons, like I can't, I can't do it. You know? like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm an exception for legend of Korra, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you want the, here's the spark notes. Um, the Targaryens who have all of the dragons in the world, which is like close to 20 at this time will just war amongst themselves until there's no dragons left. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty much what happens. It's like the, the time of the most peace because of all the nukes. Uh, all the nukes kind of get set off. So it's very exciting. And there's a lot of drama and back and forth of, of war in these 300 years. Which I've is heard another of- thing. Speaking of nukes, uh, have you, are you going to talk about Valyria at all? No, no, this is... Uh, I don't even have the, uh, we're all at a script. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause yeah. Valyria gets completely destroyed at some point. Eh? which is like some people theorize. Cause I've seen a couple like lore videos on, on game of Thrones, even though like yeah. I didn't like the way th- nobody liked the way the show ended, but like yeah. Valyria, like some theory that maybe we can get into on another episode is that like the Targaryens started their dragon crusade because they were warring with themselves and annihilated their homeland. And it just like sank into a volcanic sea or something like that. Oh, shit. So they like nuked themselves and took their residual dragons to go like conquer because they needed farmland or something. Yeah, it's they're very like hot blooded. Um, They all kind of think they're the best and they deserve more than the person across from them. And they have a lot of power, and it's a very dangerous uh, kind of group of circumstances. Aegon and his sister wives, right? Yeah. yeah. You start off with um, one of Amon's or Aegon's of, 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 of much later. Uh, like, not the one that conquered, but he's one that just sat on the throne, and he, like, passed all the right policies, and he was just a good politician, and there was, like, peace forever. And that's kind of how House of Dragons starts, is he's dying... And he wants his daughter to be the next queen. But he had a second marriage where there's sons. So it kind of gets messy on who's the next to take this. Like all the old lords say, well, boys are supposed to be kings. And then, but this guy already met with all of the lords of the area and been like, when I die, it goes to my daughter. Yeah. My only true daughter. But politically, it's boys rule, girls drool, right? As as is the medieval time. Watch House of Dragons to figure out how that ends. But yeah, near, yeah. near as I could tell, and, yeah. and this will, will be uh, an exercise in patience for the listeners. But you guys see Mantaris on the the map that Jamie shared. So south of that, there was something called the Valerian Peninsula, uh, where uh, Valerian the Valerian Freehold was, uh, and then uh, at some point, something called the Doom happened. Uh, so yeah. the Valerian Peninsula was. 14 it was called the 14 fires which was like a chain of 14 different volcanoes and like a super eruption happened and sank the peninsula into the sea essentially and turned it into like an archipelago um and laid waste to the capital and that was kind of the end of of valyria and the end of a lot of the dragons as well oh cool yeah and they're cool there's also some type of like that soft magic or whatever to do with dragons because by the time uh, all the dragons from the Dance of Dragons go away, and the dragons that um, Daenerys gets, 
there are some dragons that are born from eggs, but they grow to like the size of a house cat and then die. Okay. Um, but when the magic is surging, like with Daenerys, like being the mother of dragons, and um, they can grow to full size or back oh, yeah, in the like day. A when... Skull inside the castle that you see. And again, this is in the TV show, but there's a skull from ancient times, a dragon skull from ancient times in the castle yeah. that is like the size of a semi truck. Yeah. Like the size of just the cab. So the body must have been huge. There is a dragon fight. I won't tell you what happens, but there is a dragon fight in House of Dragons. And if you've watched it, you know what I'm talking about. The one, uh, the dragon, the smaller dragon is five times smaller than the other one. That's fun. Oh, that's attacking I have it. This is the type, the story of the viper in the mountain again. You already told yeah. me this one, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very entertaining, but like just the scale of that, like the fact that a full grown human can ride one and then this one's five times bigger is like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I watched some of the yeah. clips because when I found out that some people I knew did like worked on the show, I started, I didn't have an interest in watching it, but I watched some of the like dragon stuff. And yeah, mm. the dragon you're talking about, the big one has like ship rigging on the side of it. So like the yeah. kind of like checkered, like square ropes so that you can climb yeah. up on top of it. Cause it's so huge. It's got that the, dragons, the like, ship ladder on it. It's over 150 years old where it's rider is not even close to that age. Like that dragon had, has been through multiple riders, been through hundreds of battles. It's like, that's a badass dragon. That's yeah. um Yeah. I should look it up now because I've said it so many times, but uh... it's Big Dragon. We call him we call him Biggie, Big Boy. Call him Big Scales. It is Valerion. Yeah, yeah Big Scales. Valer- yeah, Valerion, uh, ridden by Prince Aemond. Uh, if you go, that's the eye patch guy. If you didn't know, oh no, wait, a... it's the one that I I'm talking about here is Bal- B Valerion for Black Dread, and this is the skull that's in the basement. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. I, this one might be uh, might be related, I guess. But wait, Prince Prince oh, Aemon Vagar. 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 Yeah, found it. There we go. Vagar. And Prince Aemon, who's riding it, has an eye patch because in a he got his eye gouged out, and now he keeps a, a whole ass sapphire in there, which is that's pretty cool. Badass. Movie. You know, they don't like colorblind people, like use fighter jets but back in medieval times before the little spot test you could you could fly a dragon with an eye patch there were no rules <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay yeah i, I could just kind of keep mumbling on about what i know for for a while but we might as well uh save some fun stuff for another episode uh, so this has been game of thrones let me know if i don't even know if we'll call it game of thrones maybe we'll call it song of ice and fire maybe a house of dragons lore because i think that one has the most uh the most seo we can talk yeah. about it. yeah we can talk to now we can talk to text in now at 1-800 house of dragons <laughs> lore boys uh to decide what what we're gonna title this episode 20 20 digit phone number <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, if you, some of them, some of them, you know, if you have uh, a letter that's like, if it goes like MN, like if you're spelling damn, you could do just like, like three, two, six, right? You don't have to do okay, three, yeah. two, six, six, because the M and the N are both on the six, right? So right. Oh. that works with House of Dragons lore boys, too. I'll let you guys figure out how you can get that down <laughs> to seven <laughs> total characters. But. Okay, cool. If you yeah, want to find that's me. That's what they worship is the sept. It's, it's like all their gods oh, plus the area, without the area code. <laughs> yeah, they just it's phone numbers without the area code. That's what they're worshiping. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. You do like the rotary phone, like all the way. Oh man, I hate oh. I hate having to dial to the stranger. Yeah. <laughs> <Thanks for having laughs>
Uh, yeah, if you want to find me online, uh, come on by the Discord. Uh, the link should be in the comments. Uh, we got lots of new folks hanging out. Uh, there's conversations going on all the time. Games going on. Um, coming out, yeah. Some streams every now and then. Not not by us, but some people in the in the channel will sometimes turn on streams and stuff, hang out. It's good stuff. Yep. Yeah. It's yep, good stuff do. and good times. Pete, what about you? What's going on on Instagram? Oh, just posting things. You know, posting pics. It's about it. Um, everything else proceeding pretty well. Uh, honestly everything's going pretty good as far as that uh, you can check out merch and or request merch i always forget to plug this um never managed to f- fix the link but if you request it on discord sometimes when there's a sale like 35 percent off i'll post it in the announcements channel if you want cheap lore boys merch or if yeah, you see something so on instagram you want to buy the link know. the link in the description should work it's just not the link on the website that shouldn't work which yeah i can't change it. I, I there I anyway. it out. <laughs> click on everything until you figure it out yeah yeah We'll yeah. I can barely worship a rotary phone. Okay, I can't change <laughs> the link on our website. If you're if you're listening on Spotify right now, like most people, click the link in the description. And it should work just fine. Yeah. Yep. Dial one eight. Call dial one eight hundred two six seven two thousand and one for Lord Boys. Alarm Lord Force. Boys merch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alarm Force merch. What about uh, uh, what's the. 800 five, eight, eight, two, two, three, hundred. hundred Empire. Empire today. Empire today. <laughs> yeah, that hits the bass note right on that. I remember watching uh, that a lot. Okay. United Furniture Warehouse Bump Bump. Uh, <laughs> lots, lots, of, lots of great old jingles, honestly. Yeah. Uh, um, Selloutvacations.com. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you guys want to support the show, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the lore boys. The link in the description will work. I suspect the link from the website will also work but you don't it have does. to go test that you can just you can just click the link in the description because it's much easier anyway um <laughs> if you guys want to support the show we got a couple tiers there it really helps out you get some access to some some extras and some fun stuff that we do uh so check it out click click and if you yeah. got if you got the cash check it out uh consider consider giving you gotta give sub, sub, sub to a tier to take away uh, our tiers yeah um. exactly yeah, <laughs> I'm not so good at the jingles. Damn, I, I, I cry once for every single. Uh, I cry one tear for every single person on Earth who hasn't subscribed to the Lord Boys podcast, and I'm dead. I died of de- of desiccation. Uh, <laughs> I died of too not enough water, too much tears. Um, <laughs> Did you know that uh, sad tears have more protein in them than uh, like if you laughed here or just cried from like wind in your eye when you're actually sad, it has more protein in it. Uh, and apparently it goes down your face slower. So it gives other folks more opportunities to see you cry and, and present empathy to you. Interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. Uh, Evolution kind of crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely, man. The the random the the random dialogue options that that got us to to this point in the, in the end of a Bioware game is just yeah. like crazy. Uh, oh, did you get the slow tier ending or the fast tier ending? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we I all got slow. Yeah, the the that's the that's the rub is that uh, none of your choices matter in Mass Effect Three. It's always the uh, always the slow tier ending. Yeah, Shepard yeah. just got wind in his eyes. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> so all to say, if you're gonna cry for a lot of people, uh, the 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 sad kind. Make sure to uh, get a protein shake in you, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drink some help. water. Yeah. It'll help. Um, yeah. If you guys uh, don't trust Patreon, we do have uh, Lord Voice Prime, of course, which we've always had. And we are, of course, working on a jingle. Uh, Jamie's been up late nights practicing his, his jingle, making a lot of tears, a lot of crying over it. Uh, but yeah, he's 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 been working on on a jingle and we're, we're having 
sort of a contest because Jamie kind of sucks at this. So yeah. uh, we're hoping that somebody in our in our deck of the dude. I know you do a lot of music production, so maybe you can get it like oh. a, a, a sick little jingle for us. Oh, Jamie's walking away. I mean, uh, Jamie's, Jamie's going to get us the accordion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the let's... Lord boys, the Lord boys. Oh, that's really good, actually. Boys, boys. Oh no, let's use that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, we can call it boys on the water. <laughs> Lore on the boys. <laughs> I already put the guitar down, or else I would have continued on. <laughs> I guess that would constitute a Lore boys. Lore, Lore boys, boys on oh, the boys. And we're going to talk about some of the deities, specifically the old gods and the new. Uh, cool. We're not so much going to talk about like the drown god or the f uh, what's his don't, name? Flame. I don't know what god. you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know any of these people either. So don't worry about us <laughs> not covering them because like, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. So okay. I, know, I know nothing about Westeros. So. Don't, don't wait for me to introduce the jokes because it's not going to happen um, unless I think of something funny along the way. But I hope you do. That's never happened. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> that one uh, about uh, clogs. Clog. <laughs> I thought about that joke like this morning when I was making <laughs> breakfast. I was just like, that's why they call it a clog. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Even <laughs> when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.